see the the widescreen camera the view that i have of you now just very clearly highlights a large bottle of lotion just gently hiding behind you there you always point this out i've never pointed this out you've pointed it out last time when don't eat it it looks like you could eat it it doesn't taste like you could eat it but it looks like you could eat it <laughs> if if you put this on like you know i definitely have not pointed this out before well, is that intensive might... Vaseline? What the hell yeah, is intensive, intensive Vaseline? It's very intense. It's like <laughs> a lot of... It's a lot of moisture. <laughs> it's, it's not, uh, it's, it's not mere moisture. Too, it's arguably too much moisture. It's and for advanced level eczema. <laughs> yeah, for when you're really in trouble. It's just... It's there to help. I don't have eczema, but I do. You know what I've got with my hands? You know, I've got. We don't really shake hands anymore. But oh no way, mate! Are you kidding? Are we drinking the same beer? Tuatara. No, we're not. I could have bought a Tuatara. Yeah. Well, this I'm is drinking... fucking gross. Actually, I'm not enjoying this one at all. Do you want one of mine? I've got mm. a. Um, I've got a Coast and Session IPA ready to go. Why are you drinking Tuatara? Is that well, like uh, thematic? Well, at the bar that um, I go to for work um they have switched over from monteith's which is a new zealand uh beer company to tuatara wow and so we got uh well i say got um i was able to take home some beers wow. when no one was looking tuatara is nice yeah it's really good i'm at the moment drinking an american ipa 5.6 percent mm. um tuatara fact got one yeah go ahead a couple of degrees Celsius determines the Tuatara sex. Yeah. Hot day, so congratulations, it's a boy. boy. Yep. You knew it. Cold day, guess what happens? No one. They Girl. all die. They freeze. They're dead. It's like China. Only boys or no one. Mm-hmm. You know what I like about this podcast? That we, it's so real that we inc- always include just the boring, mundane I'm cut shit. This bit out. Okay. Just going. Just so you know, like I, I don't uh, mean to stop you mid riff, but this isn't going to make it. No, that I was making a joke about how boring this is. I know, but I'm just saying that it's not like it's not going to make it. So I mean, we can keep, we can keep talking about it. Well, I never know with you because look, I have no control in this podcast. Like I basically give you my thoughts and my wisdom, and then it's up to you to edit it. Like you could. You could edit it like a current affair piece to make me look like a dodgy plumber. I don't think if you need wanted any help to. with that. <laughs> well, I'm not a plumber. <laughs> yeah, you're halfway there. Yeah, that's what I was saying before about the hands. This is why I need this because I've got the hands of a man who has worked with his hands his whole life, who has been, you know, labouring, you know, for his Actually family. But yeah, really, I've done shit all. So, um, yeah, I, at the moment, it's kind of feeling like my time here in New Zealand, well, my time working at, in this company is kind of coming to an end. Well, what would you do? That is a really good question. <laughs> um, come, uh, come here. Well, it's one of the options. I mean, Come here to me. I'll save you a seat. That's just real creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Got to sit down. I got a seat, a seat right here for you. Come sit next to me. I got all the Vaseline you could need. <laughs> That's what um, I'm. I'm going to, as you probably can see, my I've given up. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to uh, Halloween this year as uh, a guy who's lost everything. What's What's more? What's scarier than losing everything? <laughs> <laughs> pretty good um, yeah there's not there's not much of an answer there. That, gosh this podcast I've got a feeling it's going places do you? yeah I think we're, I, you know what you I know can what? see I, the spiral ahead I have started to put this podcast on my resume on my CV oh I'm not really? Kidding. yeah you, you'd be furious to see the description <laughs> <laughs> You would be okay, 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 now hold on. 
So that's that means it's even worse than co-editor. Oh yeah, co-editor is is in bold. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> so this is this is this is real. This is your actual CV. You yeah. said no, but you said yes with your eyes. Yeah, well. Okay. Deep thought. I'm ready. Deep thought. Deep thought in brackets. Podcast. Mm-hmm. Co- co-producer and manager. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title. Okay, yep. This is so stupid. Because... <laughs> because... I've fucking shot myself in the foot here because I've clearly put it on my resume. If anyone goes and checks out the podcast, the first thing they'll hear is the latest episode and they'll just see me just telling everyone how much I'm bullshitting. (laughs) But maybe to any prospective employers listening to this episode, this actually shows the kind of ingenuity and honesty that you could use as a potential employee when you're, you know convincing the social media world about the benefits of a strong and exciting innovative new brand yeah so co-producer and manager uh-huh. looking at him to 2014 to present mm-hmm. so, so it's filled in a big right. gap there yeah co-host editor and content creator for over 80 episodes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. co-managed social media posts creative and strategic See, again, you've shot yourself in the foot here. Because yep. when they go to look at the social media page, they go to the facebook.com slash deepfort. And then what do they see? A lot of my shit. They see Owen Wilson. My drunken ramblings. Wow. They see a news feed <laughs> full of questionable insights. Half of which <laughs> I post and try to pass off as you. Quite successfully. You fuck yeah! I noticed that you've been doing that, you smarmy cunt. <laughs> you have been doing that. You. Ah, uh, this is this has been a bone of contention because I you only started doing it recently, and I know that you're you're using me as a fucking shield to say your bullshit, and then everyone's like, "Yeah, it's probably Michael," because only Michael would say something that stupid. <laughs> Hey, there are upsides to this as well. When I deliver gold, you you. get all of the credit. But you're not really delivering gold. I have got many likes. What's You've got like eight likes. I've got lots. Hey, fuck you. I have got several. I got eight likes is good for us. Eight likes is a big post. Eight eight likes we. If we get eight likes for a post, Nick and I send each other a cake. Yeah. Okay, I will show you one of the... Here, I'm going to... Okay, see, what is this bullshit? It was revenge for something you haven't done yet. Zero likes. Things millennials say. One like. Gain some traction, though. That was about the comments, not about the likes. Okay. Here here was one of my highlights. (laughs) Really looking forward to this eclipse. Seven likes. When was that posted? Day after the eclipse. I felt stupid about that one too because that one went a bit over my head too. Is this just because everyone in America was? They were going talking about this eclipse. Nuts about it, and then we weren't getting it, and so. Is that? Was it's that just it? that there's so many levels to it. It's like it's thought, the day I after it... it happened. It's happening in America and not in Australia. Uh, you know, it's like there's levels to it. That is funny. You should have explained it in the comment section. I'll I'll put a note there for future reference. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. The possibly you don't want to be pointing people to your social media coverage in the resume. <laughs> uh, now, is there anything left on that resume that you have not yet read out? Was that all the dot points? Social media uh, management? Yeah, that's most of it. Oh, man. And you should see. This is the worst part about my resume. Uh-huh. It's... I've got a fucking caption. A caption? What do you mean a yeah. caption? Do you have a photo of yourself? Yes, I do. I've got a very modern Oh, resume, you're not actually. meant to put a photo on a resume. Yes, you are. Says well, who? In my industry, Nick. Oh, yeah, in the modeling industry. <laughs> in the you know un- what you should do? In if, the unemployed industry. If you want to have some fun, I mean this, I'm being 100% serious right now. And maybe okay. it's just because I've been drinking shitty beer. Okay. You should apply for some modeling positions. 
Um, yeah, I'm not going to do that. But I think I you did. should. Send in a headshot. No. Go for some modelling roles. Wait, won't that be fun? Just think of the fun that would be. It would be fun. I would, it would be fun. But that's not like if I, I'm not going to, if I can't even sit at a, in an office and not take the piss, how am I going to do that around That's what models? I mean. That's like, what I so mean. So you're saying go there. Go there. The just piss. have a fun time, you know. Are Audition. You Go to this like model thing. They say, take off your shirt. You take off your shirt. They all kind of look either unimpressed or disgusted. Excuse and then... me. Excuse me. <laughs> and then, you know, you just like crack a joke about yourself. They have a laugh. They're like, what's this guy been doing? And you're like, I know, right? This is just, I'm just, you know, I thought my friends have always said you should give it a go. I've had a go. Um, yeah. And here I am. And they'll love your brutal honesty. You might get like a pity job as like a Hungry Jacks model in a TV commercial. And then, you know, a bit of scratch. What I love about that is the subtle compliment that you think I even could get to that stage, which you clearly do. So thank you for that. Hey, if you've got a caption on your photo. It's not under the photo. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Wait. You have like a tagline? It's a personal statement, actually. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, with with great power comes great responsibility, Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, my personal statement is is very, very, uh, you know, kind of shit, like dickheady. Check this out. You'll hate me. You'll hate me as I hate myself. Highly motivated and passionate graduate of journalism and social sciences. Creatively minded and eager to work in a professional and dynamic team. Hashtag synergy. You, I, I, I you did it. Hashtag synergy. synergy. Yeah. No, I, I think, you know, for as much as you bullshit it, that's the kind of wankery that people respond to. I know, but it's so fucking stupid. Like, how, how could anyone buy that? Well, the whole idea of a resume is kind of weird anyway. You know, like, list it everything is. about you. Yeah. Strange. It is. I wonder what resumes will be in the future. Like, you won't even need one because people will be able to just see. Like, you just, just be You'd send a blood in. sample and they just test your DNA and you're like, mm, bit ADHD. Yeah. Not too white. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, bit Jewish in that one. Uh, we've got too many Jews already. We're actually looking for less Jew. Yeah. <laughs> there's not many Jews in Australia, is there? I'm, I imagine there's less than uh, you doing crickets. Welcome to Deep Four is what I was doing, but that, you know, let's talk about Jews. Let's talk about you. Baby, let's talk about you and me. <laughs> That's where it's good. Let's talk about you and me. <laughs> Welcome to Default, everybody. It has been a surprisingly long intro, but, you know, 23 minutes. We'll make it work. This is a podcast on the internet. We talk to each other. We talk about philosophy. We apparently rub our beards on the microphones at the perfect time. Sitting through the internet, Michael Zabrecki. Say hi, Michael. Hello, hello, hello. And on this side of the screen, it's Nick. Hi, Nick. Hi. So, you wanted to talk about gender politics. I'll start with that. I don't really know what there is to talk about. Like, but I just, I've just been listening to some uh, podcasts and stuff talking about it and how it's just made me reflect on how I have, you know, how I have, just the the general kind of uh, interactions that you have with women that uh, the impact the impact that you that you have on women with the things that you say uh, and the things that you think um, and how it's not always clear that you're you know you're that what you're saying or thinking or acting or how you're acting is wrong it's not always clear and uh, yeah, that, that's what I was, I've been thinking about the last few days. Or even if something you're trying to say is intended to be a sarcastic 
demonstration of the ludicrous nature of like a wrong argument but that when you say it could just come off to someone as an endorsement or restatement of that behavior yeah so um dan dan Harmon, i was listening to his podcast and he said this really interesting thing and he was saying so rose mcgowan came out and and said all these things about uh harvey weinstein and uh and obviously that's blown up now but he was saying that his first reaction to that actually what i should say is so there was that and then there was do you remember terry cruz came out and said there was a producer that came out come up to him once and yeah and grabbed his dick or something um and and dan Dan home was saying his first reaction to that and kind of like mine as well was which was wow but when rose mcgowan um kind of um makes these claims the the reaction is almost that you need like that you need some sort of proof whereas with terry cruz you just take him at his word and what he said was on some level the man is kind of uh she she's the woman's looking for some sort of protection from the man or that it's implied that she whoever she's telling that to that she wants that guy to do something about it right men read that presentation of information by women as a request for the support or yeah. help of a man right uh which is just not true but in he was he was suggesting that in that case men uh, asking men kind of say oh i well, i need proof because if i'm going to go hit this guy if i'm going to go you know Stand go up to battle you or whatever. Me. Yeah, I'm gonna. I don't want to. I don't want to do it if he hasn't done anything. So that's what he was suggesting. I thought it was an interesting thought. So what's that? Is there a contrast to the Terry Crews thing? Well, Terry Crews is built like a brick house, and there's no, there's no suggest, there's no um, confusion that you know he he would want you to step in for him and protect it, protect him. Yeah, really. I yeah, I'm struggling to follow that argument from Dan Harmon. So, I guess I, I, saying, I'm, I'm trying to get, it's, it's, I'm trying it's, to understand what his point male, is. It's, it's about male ego. That so you think if that a woman comes up and says, "Hey Johnny, I've been sexually assaulted," and Johnny goes, "Oh, you sure? Like, what did he do? You know." I just, I'm, 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 I guess I'm just struggling to see. I'm, just, I'm processing it with the, trying to see what Harmon's getting at. Is he trying to explain male reticence to believe women? Is that what he's trying to do? What's his, uh, yeah. what's his goal with this? Yeah, no, yeah. that, no, that, that's what it was. Yeah. What contrasted with his uh, he was, perception he, that he, men trust men about? Yeah, so he, he 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 was analyzing his himself, and he was he was shocked he was shocked at his own reaction, um, with the comparison of between his reaction to Terry Crews saying, um, telling about how how he was assaulted, and Rose McGowan, and he said that that came from just. He was being dead honest, and he's like, that, that came from a very um, kind of primal, rudimentary level of his brain. Um, and he was, he, he was just basically highlighting his natural reactions to things and calling himself out yeah. on, on how he, he felt like he needed proof instinctively from McGowan and didn't, and just took Terry Crews at his word. And he mm. said that was a systemic problem amongst males there's a few Um, there's a few different factors there as well like obviously one is sexuality so there's there's a level there where if a guy goes up and grabs terry cruz's ass um and terry cruz is straight and the person who's being told this is straight then there is an understanding that that is not something that he would want 
at, at any level, right? So mm-hmm. an understanding that it's it, like unwanted or it's an assault. Okay, I understand that, but what? But, I, but what's what's your point? There? So when Dan Harmon says he oh he instinctively didn't even question his belief of Terry Crews, part of that is due to the oh, sexuality right. dynamics, okay. where a guy doing that to Terry Crews, we know at a fundamental level that Terry Crews is not interested in men, so that's not that that it never has to go any further than that. Whereas with Rose McGowan, we know that she's straight. Mm. So there's not that first barrier where it's just instinctively like, no, she doesn't want that. Which, of course, immediately gets disregarded by her saying that she did not consent to the behaviour. But you know what I mean? There's not an instinctive subconscious reaction to that where it's like, oh, she didn't... That's not right. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Um, here's, Here's the other thing... Because on Facebook it was um, the hashtag Me Too was trending, and um, you know a lot of women were were coming out, and it was it was amazing to see how many how prevalent this is amongst women, and how how this is a kind of an unspoken thing that just like so many women that I know have been assaulted, yeah, and they just have they just. Just get on with they have just, life. They've just yeah. taken it. Yeah. So do do you find do you think that do you think there's a a difference? I mean, it was that hashtag. Like I'm, I'm a bit kind of like to poke holes in in things like that that seem a bit trivial or something like that. But it was it was it was really eye opening for me to see to see that to to see that go around. But I was thinking. <clears throat> Do you think? I mean, because if I, if I thought about it as well, I I have been sexually assaulted. Right? Do you think there is a difference between how women and men, like the sexual assaults, are perceived? Uh, as in by each by gender the public, or by yeah. the uh, other people? By other people. Um, so if a man, if a man says that, that they have been sexually assaulted by a woman, uh, do you think that's a problem? Do you think that, do you think, why is, why, well, yeah, why is that? Why is there a difference? Yeah. Uh, well. Do you think it's, do you think it's, do you think it's men's problem? Because they, because women do tend to talk about things. Uh, or they they tend to be they tend to communicate that better with each other and um, you know with the world I guess they tend to organize themselves a bit better than men do women have had to for a long time fight to get recognition so it's it is in every aspect of life so there is kind of a cultural ability there to oh god put up with a whole heap of shit for millennia but also to stand up for themselves and to fight for that kind of stuff i don't think men particularly white men are particularly used to being in the weaker positions of power so and i don't think they're used to witnessing others be in those positions so perhaps if a man was sexually assaulted and brings it up with, you know, mates. They're not good at communicating. Um, They're not used to it. It's not something you hear about very often. Um, And so they're just not practiced. They don't know what to say. They don't know how to proceed. There's certainly a cultural stigma against men being emotional or sharing their feelings or, you know, being honest with each other. So I, I suspect... You know, that all plays in a, a part to being, you know, a, a different reaction. <clears throat> and also it's, one has to assume, though it's impossible to know these things because they go unreported, but it has to assume it's by far the minority, you know, men committing acts against women 
it's going to far uh, outnumber women against men. Yeah, I do. I do feel uh, a bit. I do feel sometimes, and I don't want it to be. It is it's a reactionary response, and I don't want it to be muddled in or confused with. Uh, me trying to diminish anyone's plight. But I do feel a lot of the time, to be perfectly honest, that men and I know this I know this sounds I know this sounds like shit just right off the bat. But I do feel that men <laughs> are and it's a lot of it is of their own of their own uh, doing. But I do think it is okay still to uh, belittle men in a lot of ways, um, and there there is a. I don't think you can. There's been a few times that I've want, I've wanted to to speak up and say um, it's. I'll give you an example. So I saw this post. Now this is for a. Uh, for a, a post of um, <clears throat> women who've been sexually abused, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's a very good cause, and this is by someone that I know on Instagram. Um, so she's she's promoting this cause, which is a very good cause. It's uh, it's called um, Respect. Respect is the rule. It's about women in the workplace and being sexually harassed, especially in hospitality. So she's written... So many, pe- so many women and people that I know, including myself, have been sexually abused in the workplace, either by customers or fellow staff. This has got to stop. Respect is the rule, and we do not and will not tolerate any sort of harassment. I wish, I wish that when I was younger, I had stuck up for myself more and called people on, or on the behaviour. But I found quickly, found that when I did this, things turned nasty really quickly. Let's put an end to this shit. And men be better for fuck's sake. Hashtag fragile masculinity. Now, I have no problem with that cause at all. I think it's great. But I do feel, and this is this is a good example of how it's turned from from being about. Um, keeping keeping women safe from men, and you know, obviously those the people that are the men that are doing that are pigs, obviously. But clumping all men in, and I know it sounds like a, you, I'm a fragile white male, and you know, oh, the it's the white it's the uh, the white male is uh, is offended by what I say and stuff like that. There's a lot of those posts, and I I think. A lot of people know what I'm talking about. But I do feel like a lot of the time it this is misplaced it's not it's not maybe not misplaced aggression but it's misdirected aggression and it's towards a lot of men and I think I I don't think it's okay to to paint all men with the same brush in that respect. But I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not having it. I'm. I'm. I really. I'm gonna. I know a lot of people will think. Oh, it's just an, some white guy having a sook, and I just like I. I support. I support those causes. Like I. 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 I really do, but it's become not okay to. To to kind of defend yourself as a, like you have no defense as a white male, nothing. And. I understand why that's the case. I totally understand why. It's it's a historic problem, uh, and it goes back and and the what white males have had a had a fucking sweet ride, right? But I I do not. It, it's what it, what people are accusing you of is original sin, and that's what I have a problem with. Have you? Do you yeah, feel yeah. like you've made your point. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I've rap- this is this is what I do. I just kind of scramble out words, and what you do is like package them up. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not going to package. I'm going to give you the counter argument because um, I don't really agree with you. Um, I understand it. I understand that being clumped in with people for behaviour that you haven't done is uh, alienating, and that there is some risk to. Uh, making potential allies feel like they are being accused of of things. Um, I understand that that is potentially a, a messaging issue that that needs to be challenged. But at the same time, I think that the responsibility that men have is one to speak up against their peers, and that one of the biggest crimes that men commit in when it comes to this kind of behavior is not standing up against the guy who just said the inappropriate thing and the silence. And when they're talking about fragile masculinity, one aspect of that is that kind of, uh, male alpha pack kind of dominance thing where if one guy comes and sticks his neck out and says a thing, then the other guys around it just kind of like nod or settle down or don't, you know, you don't question the guy who's made the statement, you know. It takes balls to call out a fellow guy for his offensive, harassing, you know, assaulting behaviour. And that's, I think, some of the fragility that people are referring to, that inability to actually separate yourself from... um, you know, a group situation and stand up for the women who are being accused in this um, circumstances. And that the idea of people making posts um, saying this has to stop, you know, spreading, you know, tales of actual, you know, firsthand stories of what they'd encountered um, is meant to trigger in men, not just an, an examination of which what behavior have I done that maybe unintentionally, maybe just because you thought you could get away with it, um, was inappropriate or fucked up. But also, what behavior have I seen and didn't put an end to, didn't call out, didn't... When did I not have the backs of people who were being victimized? Yeah. Um, And as I said at the start, I understand that being called out for something that you feel like you didn't do is potentially alienating, but it's the same same thing that, you know, happens to any group of minorities. How many Muslims have to defend, you know, terrorism? How many Yeah, well well that's well okay. Yeah. So if we're using if we use that as an example it's the same group of people that that would immediately call out someone who uh, labels every is like, well, kind of clumps in all um, Muslims with terrorism, right? But why is it that, for the most part, I'm not including yourself in this, but why is it that men have an issue with it when it's directed to them, but not when the generalizations happen to other people? But like, okay... Well, where is where is that? Like, I'm sure I'm sure that is that is true, um, but are you saying because because I'm because I haven't vocalized uh, my well, I, my I mean, concerns if, when people are doing it towards Muslims? I think it it is basically it is getting it is trying to draw attention to cultural behavior, right? And cultural behavior. Yeah continues because a culture lets it continue. Um, And I think defensiveness about this issue and about the accusations against men... um, It's not a pretty colour, is it? No. And And it's indicative of, you know, potential you know, wanting to shrug off guilt or responsibility. 
and it's not it's yeah. not about there being direct examples in which you know you think back it's like oh that time that guy hit that woman in the face i should have jumped in it's about starting to change at a fundamental level at a subconscious level yes the ways you it's approach changing. encounters with people men men need to change the fundamentally need to change the way that they think about women uh, and they think towards women they 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 have they have gotten it wrong and there there is without a doubt a serious problem and i think it comes back i think it comes back to to male ego most of the time and men kind of thinking that they should be providing uh, and these well, kind and of ancient, historic, ancient values. Historical, yeah. Historical yeah. superiority and dominance, which was initially physical and then right. became social, you know? Yeah. Well, continue, also became social, where yeah. you know, they were able to provide because they were stronger, and then they just basically yeah. had this ruling reign for millennia, and finally because... Uh, the ability to provide has been separated from physical, you know, capacity. And women yeah. have entered the workforce and gained rights and values. They're finally having to confront that reality of even in a, even if physiologically the genders are different, the social expectation we have now is one of equality. And that it requires is. reprogramming. But but that's that's that's, that's the other thing, Nick. I, it feels it does feel like, and it, again, I'm I really I'm not I'm not having a sook, and I, I feel like I have to be this def, this kind of defensive because it's it's so taboo to to bring this up as a man, and I'm really not having a sook. I'm just pointing out that if. Obviously, we want equality. Obviously, that that should be everyone's goal. We know that equality should be universal. In an ideal world, equality reigns. But it doesn't. But it feels like maybe we're just at that turning point now in um, in humanity, where in order for in order for equality to exist, because of the reign that that men have had and the kind of power and how they've abused it. Because of that, it seems like women kind of need to be above that in order for it to kind of level out. That's uh-huh. what it feels like because it is it is okay. It is okay to um, to kind of make fun of men. It is okay. That is true. You see but, it on commercials now. But But men have made fun of men. For millennia, that but, hasn't been taboo. So why Nick, is it Nick. why is it now an issue if women join in? If a guy makes because, fun of a guy, because, no one bats an eyelid. Well, so well, okay. Well, if you <laughs> women make fun of women, <coughs> like it's 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 okay for a man to make fun of a man. It's okay for a woman to make fun of a man. It's okay for women to make fun of women, but it's not okay for men to make fun of women. You see it but, on commercials now. But that's a false like, equivalency. Is, look, no, it's not. It's, the, you know, wait, it's what are the like examples have, of men making fun of a women that you're saying should be allowed? <laughs> Come on. No, I mean, Why? seriously, if you're saying women can make fun of men, what kind of behavior... Yes. Uh, are we talking okay. about? We're not it's, talking about okay. sexual assault. We're talking about no ridicule. No, I no. Yes, I'm, yeah. Okay, yeah. Things, colloquial things, having a man look. Now, what's the equivalent of that? Having a like you, you can't. There is you cannot say. As in, you've gone to have a look for something, but you didn't find. You're, gonna, you're having a boy look, man flu, things like this. But there are so that, many. That, there's so but, many gendered but, stereotypes like that. that but what is, what is it for women? What is it for women though? I mean, off the top of my head, 
there's what all kinds of expectations. Sorry. That you that you could that you would that we that would be acceptable hearing in public. Like I, it's gonna be it's gonna be shit because I'm putting you on the spot. So it's. Uh, what okay, saying... okay, the classic one. Oh, it must be that time of the month. I feel like that has been demonized there. I'm not saying it's it's I'm not saying it's not There are places where that would still I, be said. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are, but I think in the in the most of the well, that's going to be that's going to be a sweeping generalization, but I think that is that I think that there would be, be That'd be a sh- that'd turn some heads because that that'd be a shit thing to say no matter. That's probably no matter who true. It was. I mean, there there is a storied history of of women being you know dismissed or generalized or stereotyped. I am not denying that at all. So so, so what your your point is that because we've outlawed most of or some of those phrases for women, but there are still some remaining for men that it's unfair <laughs> remind me remind me to not let you wrap up my christmas christmas presents <laughs> um no i'm i'm just saying that i'm not i'm not complaining at all i'm just saying i'm just pointing out what I think is a fact, and it's fine, that it is still okay. It is okay now to make fun of men, but it is not okay to make fun of women. Now, I know, I understand the reason. I understand the history of that, and I understand the reason for it. I'm just saying, what it seems like is a culturally a shift from from men being up up here. And women being down here for so long, it seems like now that that women are going to need to, um, not women, but society needs to kind of put take men down a notch, which but is I, also fine. But I don't think that that's, I don't think that's what that intent of that behaviour is, conscious or otherwise. I mean, okay let's jump to the future there's perfect equality everyone is now seen equally sexual harassment is being minimized everyone behaves nicely towards each other um men and women can do anything achieve anything pursue the same goals pay the same it's it's where we've reached equality gender sexuality race everyone's on an equal playing field at that point i think once society can point to itself and say hey you know we pay Men, the same that we pay women. Hey, black people have the same opportunities in life as white people. Hey, gay people can get married and they can do whatever they want. You know, once we've reached that level, then I think it would also uh, be the case that it's open slather for, you know, ribbing comedy, like among friends, among strangers. We've reached a place where everyone's on the same footing. So if you go to a um, guy oh, he did a bit of a guy look, didn't you? Then there's no weight beneath that. It is just, you know, a surface-level generalisation and that doesn't have any repercussions. We are in the transition phase towards that ideal. And we're coming out of a place, historically, where the power dynamics between genders, between races, between sexualities and everything have been vastly imbalanced. And it is a rocky road to reach that ideal. It doesn't happen overnight. And it happens, you know, in fact, over the course of generations. And there are many things that you wouldn't say to black people now that they used to say all the time. Because we've learnt and absorbed that that's not appropriate due to the way that black people have said. So it might be the case that over the next couple of decades after women have reached a point where they're actually being paid equally, where they're being treated respectfully, that men get the opportunity to raise their hand and say, hey, by the way, if we're removing generalizations, it would be kind of cool if we didn't talk about guy looks. But currently, 
they're still getting paid more than people. They're still physically abusing people more than other genders. They are still otherwise the most dominant. So it, I understand the reaction of, hey, you're doing this to me. But in the global context of the harassment and abuses that are happening and the directions of the ultimate flow of... If you drew arrows between the various Venn diagrams of things happening, there's still not much pointing to white men. might well be the case and it might well be invalid, but I don't think it's the priority. I, I, I don't think it's the priority either like 100% I don't think it's the priority either I, I just I wanted I wanted to talk about something that seemed that seemed taboo that seems taboo sure. that's what I want to talk about well the I, elephant I understand I am not I am 100% not not uh, comparing the two that I mean they're, they're I mean, possibly you, you kind of possibly different yeah, no, I mean, not, we're not talking about sexual assault, but by bringing it up in the context, you are comparing them. No, I'm not, Nick. You can't talk no, about it I'm in this not. context without it being juxtaposed against the other. Can't you? I think it's impossible to divorce from the context. Can you, I mean, I don't know how many female listeners we have, but can you... Zero. <laughs> it's quite possible. <laughs> you have to appreciate that their perspective on the issues that are facing that gender versus what's happening to men, this particular issue seems completely on like a different scale to them versus... There are guys that, like, grab my butt when I'm in the store. You know, there are um, people abusing the power dynamics of, um, you know, a work environment to manipulate women, you know. In that context, listening to a guy quite validly pointing out, hey, men are stereotyped too. Hey, men, you know, don't have it all... It's not all, you know, winning for guys either. You have to understand that that's not going to come across as being on the same scale. But, okay, but, the, but I really don't think that's what I was doing. I think... Okay, maybe maybe I was. Look, I just, I just, think, I just think it is... I think it's important to when we say when we say that it's you know this is this is why no one uh, kind of talks about it is because it seems like there is a comparison it seems like if 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 you if you're a man and you and you say those things it's not it's not like it's not like you're trying to push your agenda above the other agenda you, I'm, I'm just, I'm just pointing. Like this is a pod, this is a podcast where we talk about things. No one's trying to push an agenda. We're trying to discuss things. I think, I think it's very okay to point out something that's happening in the world that seems pretty obvious to me that no one's talking about. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to push my agenda above everyone else. I'm not saying, hey. You guys have been sexually assaulted, but men don't have. It's not. It's not a. It's not an easy street over here either. That's not what I'm saying. But that's kind I'm of what saying... you are saying because you're saying it's something that no one's talking about. You know what they are talking about? Women being sexually assaulted. That's what yes. they're talking about. Well, we can't talk about two things at the same time. <laughs> if you want well, to, you, mu- you, change... you must be. A, you must be a man, Nick. If. <laughs> because, uh... <laughs> <laughs> If you want to talk about change, then I, and it, it's a, it's he's saying that I'm stealing I'm stealing someone's thunder. I don't you're think saying. you're stealing someone's thunder. I I understand that there are issues here, but I think you need to understand that the issues that women want to talk about 
and the, the issues that women want to hear men talk about are not what's happening to men. And so trying to start any conversation about this in an environment where the repercussions and behavior that's happening against other people is not going to find an audience amongst those who are being oppressed in a way that's much more demonstrably uh, painful and abusive. Like, if, if can you picture... I mean, I'm not saying you're trying to do this, but picture a victim of sexual assault, right? And they are seeing this groundswell of, you know, Harvey Weinstein, you know, sentiment, people coming out, solidarity, me too. There's an actual discussion about the behavior of all kinds of people in the workplace and the things that we let go. Can you imagine then hearing someone say, but also, by the way, guys get abused as well. They get It's okay to make fun of guys. And in the meantime, they're thinking, I literally got sexually assaulted. Yeah. So it's absolutely yeah. the case that, a good point. that guys are being belittled. And it's absolutely the case that there should be some discussion about it. Probably, you know, amongst guys and in a broader conversation about the way that people treat fellow human beings. But if you're expecting sympathy from people who are witness to enduring, pursuing um, change um, in an environment which is abusive towards them in, in far more prevalent um, you know, physical ways, then you're not going to find much of an audience. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a very good point. Yeah, I think I think a lot a lot of the time, and I, sometimes when I listen back to some of our earlier episodes, I can hear it too. But I think I have this instinct sometimes to just uh, be play devil's advocate. I do it. You know, when we were talking about uh, your dad and who is voting for and stuff, and I, I did that then, and I feel like I feel like I'm just doing it all the time. Just I don't think that it. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think there is some. Um, it is worthy to actually consider rationally, actually thinking about the positions of people that you instinctively disagree with or the positions of both sides of an argument. I think that's a valuable trait. I think that more people should be considering what is this person actually saying? What are, what are they responding to? What is their fear about? I think that's a really valuable, important skill. It might be the case that by your nature considering that you enjoy the argument side of it and you and you lock into that because it's enjoyable to have those discussions but i don't think that at a at a base level the idea of i'm going to think about what the other person's position is is invalid i think you no, might just I need to so, just keep that um beacon keep that that initial position and your original uh, perspective in mind as well so that when you go down the rabbit hole, you don't lose track of what it is you actually believe or what, what your original position was. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think... I think with this, I don't think I... I I think I do, but I think or perhaps it, even further, true. you don't you don't overlook the strong arguments on the on the first side as well. That that's it. It's it's about it's it's about prioritizing um, your arguments. I think. Yeah, it's yeah. fine to consider the unspoken, the quote unquote, the taboo, the contrarian yeah. viewpoint, but you still need yeah. to actually think through and hear the first viewpoint as well 
Yeah, that's what it is. The loudmouth contrarian. All the time. But, you know, I have to say, you know, across the... You know what I was thinking yesterday? I missed it. I missed the original date. I could have looked it up. But we've known each other for 10 years. We yeah. met in 2007, midway through 2007, when the cinemas opened. Correct. Um, and if I was more sentimental, I would have paid attention to it and, and kept an eye on it. But it's probably like 10 years and three months. And we've been doing this podcast for probably three and a bit years now, three and a half years, 2014, started 2014, coming up on four years. Um, and I think the contrast in people that you are you know, the, the contrast in your behavior around others and the way that you... Are you talking about, are you talking about me specifically? Now? Yeah. I mean, have you have you listened to like real early podcasts? I can't yeah. even... Li- I found it unlistenable. I can't even listen to myself. Like it, it just... Right. I don't recognize <laughs> the person. Um, but yeah. has- I think in... I've, like I've watched you do exactly what you just did then and listen and and consider other viewpoints and I, and me too like I'm not saying that I'm a saint or anything but I think you have in this process of continued you know learning and discussion and growing older in life I think you you know I applaud you for you know exploring these things and changing opinions and questioning your behaviors and you know and self-analyzing i think you've you have helped and we're we're in real danger of getting too sentimental here nick real danger you're gonna have to put a warning i'll edit it all out um but you you have helped immensely with my growth in you know your mid your mid-20s i think um, like crucial age especially for growth and maturity but you especially in my life have helped me grow as a man because what you do is you you never dismiss what I say and I say some I talk some absolute shit sometimes but what your what your ability is is to understand what I'm saying and not judge and then, but just tell me how I'm wrong, and I have learned so much from that process from you. Just like with you, just saying, "Yeah, I know what you're saying here, but this is blah blah blah," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, shit, gotta stop saying the n word." <laughs> that would be funnier if it wasn't actually a literal example. But. Um... <laughs> But I, you know, I, 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 I take, I take the compliment. Fuck. Um, well this that, is a juicy one. Yeah, that went longer than I thought it was going to go. Some good content, a bit yeah. topical. Yeah. Um, I feel like we we ought to like lift things with a with a bit of a you know, segment or something at the end. You know, just give people a bit of a reward. What are you feeling? What do you want to? What do you want to seg? Are we gonna uh, we're we gonna bang out an old favorite? Well, it's up to you. I mean, we we did a bit of a run of them last episode. Michael, sorry, have you done anything you've uh, want to apologize for? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I want to say sorry for the uh, some of the things I said on this podcast today. Yeah, Michael, sorry. Look, you know what? This this is why this is one of the great podcasts is because it's a discussion between two people and kind of, um, you know, un, you know, getting out the, ironing out the kinks in, in your thought process. And I think that's a, that's a healthy exercise. And I think it's, it's a good thing to listen to. I agree. So maybe I say some shit things. Michael's but... not sorry. <laughs> Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. Uh, yeah. What else? Should, let's come up with a new segment. All right. You know, <laughs> let's uh, let's just you know let's find a thing 
Um, about doing some maths. It's time to do some maths with Nick the Maths Guy. Four plus four. Alright. Right. That was doing some maths. It's the Maths Guy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's just it. like I a little it's like a little it. brain teaser. People can play it's at home. Sad. Wow, that is so good. And also was that right? Like, when do you get to hear the do you hear, do you hear the answers next week? It's like a university. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tune in next week. <laughs> to hear. All right, let's, what is four plus four? We're just gonna rapid fire. All right, I've given you a segment. Now, time for you to go. Give me a jingle. Uh, give me give me some content. Let's go. Do I come Do I come up with a segment now? Yeah, right on the spot. Oh, we're this, gonna just keep. Oh, we're so gonna keep going until like we hit on something bra- great. Brainstorming session. Yeah, exactly. It's gotta have a. It's gotta have okay. a jingle first. All right, all right. I'm thinking. Ooh, okay. What type of pasta am I thinking of? You gotta I'll have a jingle. You, one, you gotta have a jingle. I'll give you one clue. Okay. Okay. Do I? I come up with the jingle. Yeah. Or I can. It's gonna I, be can slight, I feel like it's gonna be a little bit um. Racist. <laughs> I was gonna go for big pizza pie, some kind of like yeah, classic yeah. Italiano. That's, um, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. yeah for okay. Sure. Okay. The pasta, it's a who a pasta, it's a why a pasta, it's a pasta what? Pasta what? Yeah, yeah, pretty good. So I'm just thinking, I'm thinking of a type of pasta, and you have to guess what type of it is. Okay. Uh, I give you one clue. Oh, oh okay. I get a clue. Wait. Yeah, you get one clue. Do I also get to stare into your eyes? Like I get to try and read what it is you're, um, you're visualizing or is it solely clue based um, was that a was that a pun um, no you don't get to look into my soul because that's going to be too easy because you can read me like a book <laughs> the um, yeah alright so the pasta that I'm thinking of is long long hmm so he said long is it and this is a part this is a pasta yes this is a pasta always okay. a pasta and the clue that never changes the clue you've given the clue is long is long correct and so what i'm guessing is pasta related so yours i just want to set the you're on the right track nick i can tell you that much yes you are it's not giving away too much you're on the right track is okay. And so, did you just, okay. So you've just you've thought of a pasta. Mm-hmm. You're thinking of it now. Yeah. Okay. And you've given me one clue. Which is long. Long. Do you want multiple choice? <laughs> Is that part of the original intent of the game? Because I don't want to feel like you're coddling me. I want to. I want the this game. to be the true vision of of pasta. What? <laughs> the game's evolving. Okay. All right. Just luck went in. All right. Three, two, one. Cheese. It's another pasta, Nick. Sorry, I that think I misunderstood. We were thinking of fettuccine. Fettuccine. Yeah. See, in retrospect, feels yeah. obvious. Parpadelle. That's my favourite word. Parpadelle. That's your favourite word. I'm going to name That's my your kid. That's your favourite Parpadelle. Word. You've picked no, that I'm word gonna, as I, your favourite. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell my son to call me. They're like, are you a papa? When he comes out of the womb. Are you, are you my papa? I'm like... I'm your Papa Dele. I'm your little Papa Dele. And he'll be like, Oh, Papa Dele, can we go get some ice cream? And I'll be like, No, you've just been born. No time for ice cream. You need to sleep. And he'll be like, But Papa, I just want some ice cream. I don't want to sleep. I've been sleeping all along. I've been in this womb. I've been in this stomach for too long. 
Now I just want some ice cream. I just don't want to sleep anymore. It's been too dark. I've been looking at darkness for so long. I open my eyes for the first time and I, all I want is some motherfucking ice cream. No, 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 no. There will be plenty of time for ice cream, Kevin. Plenty of time indeed. You've got your whole life for ice cream. Now you really need to sleep. And you know what? Your mother really needs to sleep. Because she's been through a hell of a lot. A hell of a lot. You don't need... You know what? You haven't even met your mother. Do you want to you meet your mother, Kevin? I mean, we've been having this conversation for what seems like an hour. I think you, may, you maybe, should, maybe should meet your mother. Because she's putting a hell of a lot of work. Now you're just spending all the time. Kevin, here's your mother. Here's your mother. Come meet your mother. But Papa, I don't like my mother. I want my ice cream. I don't give a fuck about this mother. I want to get some fucking ice cream. If you've enjoyed this kind of stuff, uh, you can find more of it at deepfort.podbean.com. Uh, that's facebook.com forward slash deepfort, unless you are a potential employer of Michael Zabrecki, uh, social media extraordinaire. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. Avoid asbestos. This has asbestos. This has asbestos. It's audio Wait. asbestos. The tagline of Deepfort. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash Jake. Deepfort or Deepfort at gmail.com for all your questions. Imagine if you could. Imagine if you had asbestos and you couldn't remove it from your place of business. So you just embraced it and you said. Our asbestos is the asbestos, the bestest asbestos Michael, in the West. Do you Westest. want a job or not? <laughs>